Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Getting ready for game two, Eastern Conference semifinals between the Canes and the Devils alongside Brian Murphy. Dennis Cox here with you this afternoon. V to the Victoria producing back in our Raleigh studios. And Brian, I hope the Canes get off to the start. They need to get off to the start tonight like they did in game one. Yeah, it's a beautiful day to go inside and watch some hockey, right? Well, it would be a beautiful night to do that for sure. Again, puck drop, by the way, for again, reminder for those who out there may have forgotten, puck drop is at just after 8 o'clock tonight. Storm Watch with Adam Gold begins at 7. It is the only NHL game being played tonight, all right? Only playoff game being played tonight in the NHL, so that's why I get that true prime time coverage, 8 o'clock. So extra tailgating hour for all you folks out there. Parking lots officially open at 5, but... There's already people here. There are already people here. And come see us. Come yeah, see, yeah, us. Come we're, see us. We're right, right outside PNC Arena, right in the plaza. You can see Carter Finley Stadium from where we're sitting. Uh, we'd love to love to have you come check it out. And I, I think this place is going to be a madhouse. I oh, went to, yes. I went to the morning skate today and, and asked around about, you know, Raleigh as a hockey market is, is a is a topic that is played out, I think. It is. I mean, this is a hockey market. Right. Go on. But but the ability of the fans in this place to turn it into a true home ice advantage, mm-hmm. I think, is pretty amazing. We, we've run through the numbers of what home ice has meant in the playoffs. Hint, not much. Overall in the NHL, but not here. Right. Here's been the exception. And, and the Canes are 3-1. and one. Jacob Slave, uh, sorry, um, Stahl told me today that you know, he goes home and his ears are still ringing yeah. when, he, when he puts his head in the bed after, after a home game. And I think... That energy, can it carry the Canes to a 2-0 lead? I think it can, but here's the thing. You can't rely just solely off that alone. Sure. So, Lindy Ruff, the head coach of the New Jersey Devils, said it, that he expects a lot more jump from his team today. That's a big word he'll use in hockey. More jump, more pizzazz, whatever, whatever <laughs> phrase you want to use. Off starting on time. So, we heard that a lot, which is what we expected. We said this yesterday, Brian, you and I did, that the Devils team we saw on Wednesday in game one, they ain't the Devils team that we're used to seeing in terms of the regular season. That's not the Devils team that was the third best record in the NHL in the entire season. Again, they only finished one point back in the Metropolitan Division behind the Carolina Hurricanes. They were neck and neck down the stretch. So this is a really good Devils team that didn't show fully what they're capable of in game one. And that's what the Carolina Hurricane player said this mm-hmm. morning. That's what even Ryan Graves of the Devils said. Mm-hmm. That, look, we know we didn't play that great. We know we've got to come out with more energy. I think in some ways the players can can forget it. You know, that was yeah. one, one game. They can forget one it. Game. You know, in some ways we're like, oh, man, you know, five to one, Canes in three. Let's put this thing away. Yeah, and I think, I think the players in some ways are like they're used to the up and down. They're used to losing a game, coming back, and, and it not mattering because this is a whole new game. Rod Brindamore said, you know, we got off to a great start last week or, you know, last game. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything when this game starts. No, it doesn't. And we've actually heard Rob Burnham Moore say this throughout the season multiple times is that sometimes a, a blowout loss is easier to move on from than if you play great and you lose. 
Like you play, do everything you're supposed to do, play the game right way, but it's one bounce or two bounces don't go your way. Like you get a great scoring chance and it hits off the pipe and bounces out or just some weird fluke of a dump in by the other team hits off a stanchion and goes right to a guy's stick and they end up scoring. So it's a fluke bounce here or there. So sometimes these games, for example, for the Devils, it might just be easier for them to move on from that game as opposed to, man, we gave it our best and we still lost. Right. I think you can re reason with yourself, right? Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't play our best. We're, uh, you know, emotional high of beating them seven, not a lot of turnaround. We had to travel. All right. That one's in the past. I think, I think that's an easy thing, especially for professional athletes to do compartmentalize that game's yes. over onto the next one, a, a game we have to win. Now, you know, because the first two are here, you know, the Devils lost the first two at home in the last they series. They did. And losing two at home, I think, is, is an even bigger deal than you lose two on the road. You can even say, that's all right. You know, we, we got home ice. We got to get back to home and win. Um, so this, I think, is a really important game for the Hurricanes. 1-1, I think, will feel like a victory for the Devils. Oh, yes. If you feel like, oh, after the way they played in game one, like, oh, we're going back home. But Kane's actually been pretty good on the road, too. At least they were in the first-round series uh, against the New York Islanders. We're, we're going to touch a little bit more just on how mentally taxing things have been for the New Jersey Devils in a little bit. But the big question is for the New Jersey Devils going into this game is who's in net? Is it Akira Schmid, the guy who gave up three goals and got run out in game number one early in the second period? Or is it Vitek Vanacek? The guy who started those two games at home in game in round one against the New Jersey, I'm sorry, for the New Jersey Devils against the New York Rangers, who got benched in favor of Schmid, he had to come in in relief. Now, by all accounts, it seems like Schmid is back in net. I asked Lindy Ruff this two days ago after game one. He's going back to Schmid in game two, and he says, hey, that's a good question for a later time, and he laughed at me. But here is actually, Lindy Ruff was asked about this earlier. I'm going to play this audio for, for you here in just a moment. Lindy Ruff was earlier today asked about who is going to be the starter. Are you going back to Schmid or are you going to go with Vanacek? Now, Schmid was in the starter's crease during a morning skate. So usually when teams have a morning skate, they have the starter starting goalie is in, they call it the starter's crease for the day. That's just kind of in the mindset of when you're doing your warm-ups and all that kind of stuff. So all, by all accounts, Schmidt is ready to start. But here is Lindy Ruff, Devils head coach, on who is starting in net tonight. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. And also make sure you have a successful, income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215. Or text Tim to 600-700. We'll get to that here in just a sec. He actually laughs, almost like he did against me. Uh, you know, I expect a lot more energy. I expect a lot more speed. I expect the team to play quicker. Uh, give them a lot of credit. They played, you know, they played a real good game. I, I didn't, you know, like a lot of parts of our game. We lacked speed. We lacked energy. So, you know, I think our game will be a lot better. Whenever you play Carolina, it's all about the 50-50 battles. It's all about trying to outwork them, isn't it? Yeah, it, uh, you know, it's a game where you got to win your battles along the walls. Uh, you know, I thought the second period we started to win battles. We started to get opportunities. Uh, we played quicker. Uh, we were a lot more connected. Our puck support was better, and uh, that led to better opportunities. Lindy, is Timo playing? Timo will be a game-time decision. Doing a lot better today. What did you, what did you both miss the most about his game in the last game? 
You know, big physical guy, uh, can get to the net, uh, good on the rush. I mean, created some of his own opportunities. So, um, you know, he was he was a big part of, you know, getting inside and getting around the net. And Although he didn't score, he, he probably led our team in, in a grade-A opportunities. Yeah, I have another good question for you. Who's your goalie tonight? That is an awesome question. Um, I have three options, and uh, I'm going to come up with one by game time. Thank you. Uh, there it is. There it is. There's there was the question about who's in gold night. I got three options. Call up a goalie. Always have a, a third just in case. But there's Lindy Ruff. You're talking about yeah. They want to get to that fast start. The question there about Timo Meyer, his health. He missed game one. He's the big trade acquisition at the trade deadline for the Devils. That. The, by all accounts, the Canes were trying to go get, but he hasn't produced in the playoffs, nevertheless. But by all accounts, it's Schmid in net. It also looks like Freddie Anderson is going to start again tonight for the Carolina Hurricanes. And, and judging by the morning skate, look, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I don't pretend to be, but uh, talking to the people who are experts who are watching the morning skate, did not think Timo Meyer was going to play today. Yeah. Based on on the fact that he wasn't with the number one power play unit out there during practice, uh, based on on some of the ways that he was working out, they got the sense that he was not going to play tonight. Makes sense. That's Brian Murphy, Dennis Cox here with you. We're outside PNC Arena in the plaza area between PNC and Carter-Finley Stadium. Parking lots are going to be opening up here in just a little while. But you know what? Honestly, if you came out right now, I think they're just going to go ahead and let you in because there's already people tailgating. There's already people tailgating here. So you know what? It's a Friday. Go ahead and leave work early. That's fine. We're actually going to talk to Cat Campbell, WRL TV5 Weather, about the tailgate weather. So if you are coming out here, what to expect? We're going to talk to her at 345. Mike Maliscalco is going to join us at 3.30. Going to touch on something real quick. The Centennial Authority had a meeting today, Brian. You were around here at PNC regarding that. So there's been a lot of discussions in recent months about renovations inside PNC Arena, discussions about improvements outside the arena, whether it's parking, entertainment, potentially a sports gambling book going or being built onto PNC Arena, and also the lease agreement with the Carolina Hurricanes and PNC in the city of Raleigh. Anything new happened today? Like, what's what is the latest, Brian Murphy? You've been covering this for a long time for WRAL. Yeah, the latest is you know the Hurricanes are negotiating or PNC and Centennial Authority are negotiating a lease extension with the Hurricanes. Okay, now they signed this all the way through twenty twenty nine. They correct? are signed through twenty twenty nine. They're trying to get that long term lease, in part because all these things are kind of connected, right? If the yeah. if the city and the county are going to give two hundred and fifty, three hundred, four hundred million dollars for renovations to this place. Well, they want to make sure they have an anchor tenant. Sure. They don't they don't want to commit that kind of money if, if the Hurricanes are going to leave in 2029. Uh, the Hurricanes want to see that the county and the city are going to step up and, and renovate this building before they commit to a long-term agreement. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the chicken or the egg. Who's going to go first? You want to see the improvements first, or, or do you want to get the long-term lease first? And, and that's what I think both the Centennial Authority and the Canes are dealing with right so now. So it seems like everything is going to have to happen at the same time. Right. I think basically it's like, all right, we're handshaking. We're both going in on all things together at one time. It almost seems like it's an all or nothing type deal. Yeah, That's gonna, what it feels like to me. They're going to have to take a leap together. We're going to talk to yes. Philip Isley, the chairman of the Centennial Authority later yes. in the program. And I think he'll tell you the same thing that, you know, this is all, you know, all kind of working together. The pieces got to fit and they got to fit at the right time. Um, PNC Arena got to walk through it today, be in the, in the locker rooms. I mean, those locker rooms need to be expanded. Yeah. Um, Especially the visiting locker room. Yeah, the visiting locker room is tiny, and, and so is the home locker room. Um, you know, the team store, they want to expand that. Uh, they want to add more grab-and-go type type stuff. They want to increase the fan experience here, mm-hmm. and they also want to increase 
the experience for for not only hockey teams that come in here, but concerts and acts and other events that come here. This is a 25 year old arena. It, it's it's great. I'm not saying tear it down. I'm not saying build a no, new one. The arena itself is fine. The bones of this place are pretty good, but but it does need enhancements. Yeah. And and if you're going to be a top of the line stadium, it, it needs those kind of enhancements. The Hurricanes want to see those enhancements yeah. before they sign a long term deal. The as I said, the city and the county want a long term deal before they're going to hand over that money. So it, it it really does go hand in hand. Improvements to the arena can lead to, like you said, more concerts and other big events. Not only continuing to be to continuing to come here, but being added for future dates, like which in turns into what revenue. And all it comes down to generating revenue. Well, and, for, and you, for, for for all these entities, and you look at all the space around us. Yeah, you know the, the Tom Dunnan and the Hurricanes look at all the space around us, and they see big old dollar signs. Oh, they yeah. see development. They see a sports bar. They see a hotel, maybe a practice rink. Uh, they see you know. Uh, now I know some NC State fans look around and they say, "That's my tailgating. That's my tailgating. That oh, those are my tailgating spots, and that's where I love to come five or six Saturdays a year." and tailgate with my friends and make memories that last a lifetime. And so there is a delicate balance between all that, between everybody's interests, uh, the interests of the Hurricanes to develop some of this land, the interests of NC State to preserve some of this tailgating, the interests of, of PNC and Centennial Authority mm -hmm. to, to make sure both of their tenants are happy. Yeah. So there is a lot of stuff all coming to a head and, and likely coming to a head this summer. It's a lot to juggle. Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.